Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, our next storyteller, he told me to introduce him as the philosopher king of punk folk, Matt Holman! Hey guys. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Matt, and I, I know you guys know this already, but the theme tonight is awkward. We've already had some pretty awkward stories, and I figured nothing's more awkward. Well, playing Dungeons and Dragons is pretty awkward, <laughs> but talking about playing Dungeons and Dragons is somehow more. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So, uh, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, for any guys that don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, it's a super, super nerdy thing that people do where they all sit around a table and we play a game with fantasy characters in our imagination. Real cool. We all wear leather jackets, smoke cigarettes. It goes really well. And so, I played Dungeons and Dragons for about two years with a couple of my coworkers uh, from my old job. I used to work at Best Buy. I'm just really just amping up the nerd thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I used to work at Best Buy, played Dungeons and Dragons with my coworkers for about two years. Uh, we, it was all, me and four other people. Uh, one of us was the DM, basically ran the game, told us what to do, and then the rest of us all played characters. And I came up with a character, and my character was named McConaughey. First name's Matt, my first name's Matt McConaughey. You guys can figure it out. So I played him, uh, kind of, he was a swashbuckler, kind of like a pirate fencer type kind of thing. And I played him like Jack Sparrow, where he's just like an incompetent, bungling asshole that somehow manages to make his way through things untouched. And that's basically how I played him. Then we had a sorcerer, uh, which was Dropernicus. We had a bard and all these other different characters that we played as. And it was my first time playing. A lot of fun. We would we'd get together at like 10 o'clock at night. We'd just drink beer and play till like 2 in the morning. It was so great. And uh, so, you know, uh, Dupernicus was played by my friend Andrew. Uh, Patrick was our dungeon master. Uh, Carolyn was this bard. Uh, then we had other people that kind of filtered in and out, so we're not going to worry about them too much. So, uh, yeah, I play Dungeons and & Dragons. And the weirdest thing about playing that game, especially with people that, like, you don't really know that well, like they were my coworkers, we weren't really friends, is that you kind of forge these friendships in game that will then almost translate over into real life. So for example, uh, McConaughey and Drupernicus, my, my character and my friend Andrew's character, Drupernicus, were best friends in the game. That was the whole thing. We, we, he always used this terrible squeaky voice, which I would do an impression of, but I know this is going to be recorded and I don't want to break the microphone. And it was just this terrible screeching kind of thing. My, my voice, though, my voice was smooth like butters. I did this thing. Because I can't do a real southern Matthew McConaughey accent, but I was like, I'm McConaughey. <laughs> and you just talk real slow and everything like that. Yeah, so that was really my voice. His voice was the opposite, completely annoying and incredibly grating. But for some reason, our characters were best friends. So, uh... As you know, we played the game a little more. Andrew and I grew a little closer as friends. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there was a time when I was at Best Buy. To this day, I've been working now for about 
11, 12 years in various jobs. To this day, the closest I have ever been to being fired from a job was from Andrew. Uh, we, were there, we were there late one night, uh, me, my friend Andrew, my other friend James, and we were closing down the store, and one of our coworkers decided to leave early. So what we thought, what we thought would be real clever, right? right? Okay, we didn't work the next day, but he worked the next morning. So what we did was we went to all the mice in our section, all the mice for like computers, not like actual mice, and we put tape underneath the lasers in the mice. Now, I don't know how much you guys know about laser computer mice, but if you put tape over the sensor, the mouse doesn't work. And we were like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. They're going to come in tomorrow, and he's, they're going to be messing around, and they're going to be like, who did this? They'll never know. It's not like there weren't only three people here last night. And so we were, we were like, yeah, this is genius. But you know what? Not genius enough, because this is what we did. The guy that left early, his name was Jordan. So we took his name, and we wrote it. We wrote, fuck Jordan, on a sheet of paper. And we put it in the printer behind our mobile section. And we said, this is what's going to happen. He's going to come in, and he's going to start up the printer. We put only one sheet of paper in there. It's going to print his name. He's going to laugh. It's going to be great. So about 10 o'clock the next morning, (laughs) I get a call from my boss. (laughs) And he says, Matt, uh, you need to come in. And I'm like, oh, God. Then about five minutes later, I get a text from Andrew. Andrew's like, deny everything. We did nothing. We don't know what happened. And I'm like, dude, we were the only people there. (laughs) It was very obviously us, unless our theory is that someone, like, rappelled through the ceiling just to put tape under the laser mice and, like, you know, fill the paper with one sheet of paper. It's like the worst thieves in the world. So I go in, and we had about five managers there. Three of them voted not to fire us, and two of them did. The only reason that I stayed so long at that job that I really, really hated a lot of the time was because of one person. And Andrew was terrified because Andrew was a troublemaker. He had already gotten written up like three times. He once dropped the F-bomb in front of a customer. Like, it was like real bad stuff. (laughs) I had never. I had never even gotten written up for a job, anything like that. I was only in detention once when I was in school. So I'm not like exactly the troublemaker type, and so it was a pretty scary moment for me. So, you know, this, this is kind of happening as we're playing the game. And so we're, we go, and probably maybe about four, four months later, four or five months later, we're playing the game. And once again, I'll give you some brief Dungeons & Dragons stuff. I'm not going to go into it too much. Don't worry. Uh, so one of the cool things, and not so cool things, uh, about Dungeons & Dragons is the fact that you play these characters that are very different from you. I'm not an incompetent asshole. I'm a very competent one. And so, what, so but I remember uh, with me, my thing was always that I was always going to make the stupidest choice at any possible moment. And we had this one fight, and we should have lost it. The DM stacked it against us. We should have lost this fight. All of us should have died. None of us died. And my solution was... Okay, none of us died. Let's do this again, but even harder. And you know who backed me? My friend Andrew backed me. Drew Pernikus backed me because because he wasn't very smart in game and in real life. So that kind of translated both ways. He played his character very a little too similar to himself. And so 
you know, we, we play the game and everything, and we've, we've been playing it probably about a year now. And Drew's, uh, Andrew and I are at a party one night. I've, I've been drinking a little bit. He's been drinking a lot. And somehow the topic comes up uh, that I'm not a violent person. Like, I've never really been in a fight. Like, one time when I was at summer camp, I, like, tried to attack someone with a water bottle. But that, that'll be a story for, like, the water bottle month of storytelling. <laughs> uh, and so I mentioned I've never been in a fight. Like, I've never actually, like, punched someone. And he's like, well, you can punch me. And I go, what? And he's like, yeah, you said you've never hit anyone. You've never hit anyone in the face? Hit me. And I'm like, Andrew, you're my friend. I'm, I'm not going to hit you. And he's like, no, come on, hit me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I give him one of those like, like, nice little love taps. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, I hit you. <laughs> and he's like, no, Matt, hit me. And I'm like, fine. And I wind up and I hit him straight in the face, right hook. He reels into the wall so hard, I think there's a hole in it. Like, I'm thinking he smashed through the wall. I'm, in, I'm at someone else's house. I'm like, oh, my God, what have I done? And he leans up, and he looks at me, and he rubs his jaw, and he gives me this smile just like, and gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I just hit someone in the face. Like, that's a first for me. Check that off my bucket list, all that jazz. And so then the next day, we're all at work together, and he is so proud He's going around telling, telling all the managers that Matt hit me. And he's not saying it like, guys, last night Matt hit me. He's saying it like, guys, last night Matt hit me. <laughs> of course, he's not explaining that he told me to hit him. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to keep following around him all day just being like, he told me to hit him. And I have to keep reiterating that over and over again. So we're still playing the game throughout all this time. And eventually, so with Dungeons and Dragons, uh, once again, the DM just, he, he kept making us, our fights harder and harder until the point where we were walking through the woods one day, heard screams, and found a 50-foot-tall spider. Right? Yeah, some, someone out there has arachnophobia. I just heard you. Uh, so 50-foot-tall spider. And it's like, oh, no, there's no way we're going to get through this. So we fight the spider. And it goes actually surprisingly well. Uh, actually, my character, McConaughey, got the final hit. Uh, standing right next to him, like, jabbing his little fencing foil into a tree trunk, which is basically a 50-foot spider's leg. And I kill him. I get this great role. I kill him. It's this awesome moment, living up to the McConaughey style of incompetent asshole that bumbles his way through things. And then my, uh, the DM, the dungeon master, says, make a dexterity check. Now, dexterity check is basically, if there's an explosion and your character needs to get out of the way, you roll a dice, and if the dice is high enough, you get out of the way. If it's low enough, you don't. Because what I realize is I've just killed a 50-foot spider. Now, when you knock down anything that's 50 feet, what's going to happen? It's going to fall. So I'm standing right next to the spider. I kill it. My, the DM says, you have to make a dexterity check to get out of the way of this 50-foot-tall falling spider. I roll. Of course, living up to the McConaughey style of incompetent asshole, I get crushed by a falling 50-foot spider, and my character dies. First character to die in, in our game. Uh, I have a nice funeral. They build a gold statue of me outside of a whorehouse. 
Like, it's real good. I have, like, it, it's, it's a really nice, sweet moment. I, the DM even offered to let me bring McConaughey back, and I was like, no. So when your character dies in Dungeons & Dragons, you just create a new one, which is awesome. I'm like, cool, I'm going to build another character. And I built a character. He was, like, a war priest. I don't even remember his name because McConaughey always sits in a special place with me. And so I built this character, and one of the cool things about being able to create a new character and meet up with these characters that you've been playing with is hearing the way they talk about your character. And so my character goes, and he's, you know, talking to Dropernicus, um, Andrew's character. And Andrew's character is inconsolable over the death of McConaughey in that grating, screeching, terrible voice all he will ever say when he's asked about McConaughey is he was my friend and that's all he'll ever say about just blubbering Ugh, so annoying and so you know that's that's how my character died and then Andrew uh Andrew killed himself last week and all I think about to, you know, when I think about him, as I think about how close we grew, I think about how much, of, how much of a moron he was. But most importantly, what I, what I really remember is the fact that he was my friend, and now he's gone. Thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live. <laughs>